a podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. Welcome to the restricted section in which we all experience in real time one of the biggest betrayals I've ever endured, including when I learned that my old boyfriend Ryan cheated on me and then I dumped him and then he told me he was going to date my best friend and then he did. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Chapter 12, Silver and Opals in which Harry and the gang go to Hogsmeade and Katie Bell gets cursed by a necklace that isn't even for her. I'm your host, Christina. My co-host today is Haley. Say hello to the listeners, Haley. Hello, listeners. I'm Haley. Yeah, she is. Who's on your shirt? Oh, it's a Goncharov t-shirt. I don't think... Is it- <laughs> it's... Uh, is it worth the explanation? If you know, you know. Okay. Okay, cool. And I'm very excited because our special guest today is our friend, Ashley. Say hello to the listeners, Ashley. Hello, listeners. We're so glad to have you back. I am so glad to be back. I've missed you all. We missed you too. You might remember Ashley's voice from Order of the Phoenix, Chapter 19, The Lion and the Serpent, which came out December 28th, 2022. That was my mommy's birthday. How have you been since my mom's birthday, Ashley? Happy birthday, mom. Um, It's been good. (laughs) It was right around the new year. I had left like a terrible job and started a new job. I'm still at the new job. And love it. It's so yes, great. Love it. Um, still married. Awesome. We made it a year. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> yeah, shout Woo! out God. Um, and so, yeah, it's been really good um, to kind of distract from all the other things like crippling inflation <laughs> and the fact that I can't buy a home, <laughs> et cetera. But yes, sure. been good. Been very good. Keeping up with the network. For your own little oasis. Yes, of happiness. Big things on the network. That's exciting. Super scary. Yeah, hell yeah. All good. Yes. And uh, some upcoming projects that we're excited about as well. If you want to know what we're talking about for as little as a dollar a month, you too can hang out on the Discord with me and Ashley. I love the Discord. I'm there every day. I love it so much. I respect the people that are there every day because I'm like, hey, man, this is my company. I have to be here every day. It's it's amazing (laughs) that other people show up to talk to me. I love it so much. Uh, Ashley, where does Half-Blood Prince fall into your ranking of the series as a whole? This most recent reread has bumped it up to number one. I am loving it so much. I think because like the first three are their own things, like they're introductory, they're good. And then the fourth one gets real. Like, okay, a kid is dead. Voldemort is back. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth one is such a fucking drag after that. And then six is swooping in to save the day, like the cold open at Westminster Abbey or wherever the UK (laughs) prime minister's (laughs) office is. Like things are. I laughed because I forgot about that chapter. I was thinking of the one where they go to Snape's house, and I was like, (laughs) Westminster Abbey. Does the prime minister hang out in Westminster Abbey, (laughs) Haley? That seems like something you would. Um, He usually like. He would go there, um, <laughs> but Westminster Abbey is uh, like like a church, 
Um, uh, so I think the prime oh, minister. Yeah, Street. ten Downing Street. That's the there one. Yeah. Sorry, Haley. You were building up to yeah. the answer, and I, was, I cut it off. I was because I was talking slow and stalling because I couldn't remember the house number, which oh. is very telling <laughs> of uh, what kind of there- memory I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is it's just really cool to me, and like things are happening, things are clicking. We're getting the backstory, yeah. like things are waking up. It's it's really fun. It feels like kind of how I feel in this time of the year, like anticipating Halloween and Friendsgiving and Christmas. It's like exciting things are coming. Okay, I love that. I love yeah. it, and also and also it's like it's like October in this chapter. Ooh. And it'll be it's October when this episode comes out. So nice. it is all like it's got a good it's the October of the book series. Yeah. Some <laughs> might say, you know. <laughs> and honestly, when I, I was like fucking silver and opals, what the hell is this chapter about? And then I started listening to it. And I was like, it's this is already one. happening. I know yeah. this is already happening. Yeah. We just started. We're only two hundred pages. <laughs> like in, in my head, in my head, this chapter takes place like around Christmas. Yeah, which, like it's okay. October is yeah. Like October feels kind of cl- like, but it's not Christmas. Christmas, but yeah, yeah, like like you said, it's there's like sleet and shit. I would wish- just had Quidditch tryouts. Yeah, exactly. I think really the weather is such that we would only get in the winter here in the American South. Yeah. I think that's what throws me off. Yeah, that's what I was the w- thinking. the weather is awful in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Truly. Kitty Bell looks very comfy in the uh, the illustration <laughs> for like the, the scholastic versions. Like she is bundled oh. the fuck up. Oh, good for her. Yeah, I think in the movie, it's like icy middle of winter white in this scene yes. also. Like, I think it's pretty yeah. crisp. So that also is a little misleading. Whereas even in the upper in the northern UK, I still feel like it maybe would be like more slushy this mm-hmm. time of year. Mm-hmm. Not that I know. All of my know-how comes from reading the Harry Potter books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Harry Potter, uh, what is this? Silver and Opal's. What so what was what was the silver? It was the stuff that and, Mundungus was stealing. Oh, and the opal was the opal necklace. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I was wondering I the same thing ten minutes ago. I didn't know if it I was, was like both was the, the necklace? necklace. Yeah, both those materials, yeah. but that makes sense. I thought I was like, I guess the necklace is silver with opals in it. Okay, but That's this okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So it's like, yeah, it's October. Would you look looking around? Would you look at that, guys? It's October. Where is Dumbledore? I think he forgot. I think I think he forgot there was a war. I think <laughs> Harry is completely right, and Dumbledore is just <laughs> fucked off to the beach. He's like yeah. Merlin at the end of uh, the Sword in the Stone. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I yeah. love that Merlin. I love that for him. I really don't know. Is he scared of Draco? And so he's like not hanging around because he knows Draco's trying to kill him. Oh, my God. I'll give this kid less opportunity. I genuinely Mm. think that he is off, like, trying to find weird, holistic, healing people to fix his hand. Or looking for horcruxes. I don't know. So, I think that that comes down to, like, a... It's like, I think we're we're gonna probably have a whole bonus episode on the Patreon about... If Dumbledore's a good person, period, at the end of it all. But I think that that po- poise it, po- pose it, <laughs> po- fuck, is it poises? A poise a question? No, you pose, pose a question. question. Yeah. 
<laughs> you might be thinking pause it. Pause it. I'm going to pause. Fuck yeah, Haley. I'm going to pause it a question. Um, like, d- what does he value more in the very limited time he has left trying to fix himself or trying to make sure that the big bad can be defeated even without him? I'm trying to remember, but I think like, I think this might actually be like blink and you miss it covered in the book. Cause hmm. is it how he, I think he's looking for the cave or something. Or like trying to get or, into the cave. Yeah. They're like, he had, I think he reveals at the very end of like his lessons with Harry that like, so you've been wondering where I've been and what happened with my hand and here's what's going down. And we're going on a class field trip with just you. Mm. You're the class. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. We'll keep an eye out for that in the rest of the book. He's already asked Snape to kill him. Like, Oh, yeah. I was saying I don't know about what Dumbledore's doing right now. Like, yeah. I I think that he might be trying to figure out how to heal himself. He's already asked Snape to kill him, though. I But he, he could take it back. I don't know. I think he's I, he's dramatic enough that I think he would just be like, oh, well, guess I'll die. Blaze of glory. That's so annoying. Yeah, That's well. So annoying. Wizards be wizards. <laughs> wizards have hubris, though. Yeah, but, like, there's also the hubris to die dramatically. Stop. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, gonna I'm not going to let this hand style. kill me. <laughs> I want to be killed on the astronomy tower <laughs> in front of everyone. <laughs> What's the absolute highest point in the school? I want to fall off it for, like slow mo dramatically with sad oh music. Wait, that's so funny. I've literally never considered before that he made requests that detailed. But like, do you think he did? I think he did. I think. Well, doesn't he apparate to the astronomy tower? So no, like, that's fl- or it's their fucking. I think they have. They have to fly in from Hogsmeade. Oh, no, it's... Or was it a port? I don't fucking remember, but... I think that's yeah. a movie memory. They have to fly in from Hogsmeade, and it's really stressful because Dumbledore's super fucked up. Yeah. I'm right. pretty sure that's what happens. But they and do end up... They in the, land yeah. on the astronomy tower, yeah. I guess, because it is the highest, and Dumbledore's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is where I wanted to die. Honestly, Tina, I feel like this is the wizard equivalent of, like, your personality type. I think this is Dumbledore Whoa. being extremely type A and planning his own death tableau a year in advance. Uh, oh, should I start working on that now? Do you not already have a binder? You should already have a binder. <laughs> Oh, I start, I went up to start reading the notes and I forgot I scrolled all the way down to the cave to try to fact check what we were talking about, but I couldn't easily. So we'll just have to wait till we read that chapter. Anyway, chapter 12. <laughs> chapter 12. We learn about the next Hogsmeade trip, which guess what? We will not be doing that with Cho Chang. <laughs> Thank God. Mm, maybe Ginny will go with him. <laughs> he is certainly thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys like the Hogsmeade chapters? Um, I like... Some of them, like the when stuff when good stuff happens, yeah. I like the one where um the horrible date happens. I also yeah. like I think I, is this just a movie memory? But when Slughorn's super drunk and says "All hands on deck, Ranger," that's a really good moment. <laughs> I think that is a movie memory, but it is that is a good <laughs> moment. All hands on deck, Granger. What about you? <laughs> what about you, Haley? Um, yeah, I think so. It's it's not quite like with the Quidditch chapters where they're all kind of the same like eventually it's just you're just doing sport ball 
I would take Hogsmeade over Quidditch. Yeah. 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 Hogsmeade is like third year. Harry's like sneaking in, which is fun. Like fourth year, it's just like a place for non-school drama to happen. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, there's Madame Pottyfoot's like... And then there's this chapter, which is like the we've all had this trip, you know, when it's like, yay, thing we're looking forward to a bright spot in the future. And then you go and it sucks and you can tell Mm -hmm. immediately that it's going to suck. Yeah. Also, like the chapter opens with Harry sitting in bed reading textbooks, (laughs) which is like, this is a weird thing for me to be doing. But I mean, it's such like it's such a good read. The the potions textbook. With the, with the scribbles <laughs> from this person I've never met before, surely in my life. And just, uh-huh. like, I there was this post that used to float around online of, like, people... It was someone saying, like, God, it always pissed me off in the Harry Potter books when Harry and Rod would, like, complain about their homework. Because it's like, oh, I'm sorry, are, are you upset about your magic homework? For your yeah, magic right. classes at your magic school with your magic yeah. friends? Like, Hermione makes so much sense when you think of it that way and it's just okay so you're 16 and you're finally like oh well magic's kind of cool huh yeah <laughs> it is kind of fucking cool harry ashley do you like the hogsmeade chapters i do i think it's like a little nugget you know of the world it's something different i would not like to live in hogsmeade i don't think in their mm. like purely magic village i think I, if i were magical i would like to live in the muggle world and do muggle things like go to the movies yeah. and stuff but i do i do yeah, like them yeah. I also just am, a, I'm just a city girl. Like, I'm not living in Hogsmeade or Ottery St. Cashpole. Like, I'm living in London. I'm living in, what's another British city? Birmingham. Leeds. Birmingham. Basingstoke. Oxford. Basingstoke Birmingham. came to mind, and I feel like anyone in the UK would laugh really hard at that. Huh. <laughs> I from what I understand, Basing, Basingstoke doesn't have the best reputation, but it's the only English city I've been to. <laughs> Wow, I've never heard of it in my life. Oh, I left London so, yeah. last year and booked it to the English countryside. So I'm a country girl. <laughs> I don't oh. know where I live. Ottery St. Cashpole. <laughs> yeah. I, Just I for might the name. do that. I might would buy, you know, or build like this kind of makeshift house on some land like the Weasleys and live out there. Apparition goes a long way. That's very true. Mm. And I do think they're on muggle land because I'm remembering like at the wedding in the next book, they're like, are we waiting for anyone else? Or like they invited all the wizards within like walking distance. And that was like three families Mm -hmm. of like a within like a day's walk or, you know what I'm saying? Or like within the village. Yeah. It was the Diggory's and the fucking uh, love goods. Luna. Yeah. Love goods. Yep. Yep. I was like the Luna. <laughs> Luna Luna. Oh, she's Moon Moon. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like Hogsmeade has got to be like the wizard equivalent of a college town, but like an insufferable mm, one. Niche. Yeah. 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 They sustain so, so many cool. weird businesses too, like a joke shop, a like stationary store. <laughs> A tea shot. The what these wizards choose to spend their money. Okay, like this is it's crazy. What if the stationery store can only afford to do anything because they sell Hogwarts? It's parchment, <gasps> and that's that would their explain, main buyer. Oh yeah, we've been wondering about the fucking parchment too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Maybe they what do. If, what if Zonko's? 
What if Zonkos makes their money by uh <laughs> probably these maybe they are the ones who come in and service all of the funny acting like statues in Yeah. The, <laughs> these hogs right? made weekends like, are they... like their Black Fridays with all these kids coming to town and buying it's true. their stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> like I do not want to work Saturday morning. God. <laughs> yeah. So Harry is laying in bed reading his morning potions textbook. Like you do. He, we learned that he's already tried several of the Half-Blood Prince's custom spells. One of them is Muffly Auto. I totally forgot about that yeah. spell. Oh, yeah. There's this other podcast called Muffly Auto. They're a very cool, nice podcast. I recommend checking it out. But they are the ones who, when they set up, they call themselves the restricted section. And I was like, I see that you are a rated E for everyone type of show. Well, I'm a rated E for explicit type of show, and I feel like maybe you don't want people to make that mistake. There can be <laughs> only one! <laughs> so they came up with what I feel is a truly equally dope name, which is Muffliato. That is a and good And I forgot one. that it one. comes up so late in the series. Yeah. 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 I, I do like this whole bit of just like, oh, Har Harry's just... Turn to the dark side now, huh? He's just the casually hexing people in the hallways. <laughs> I kind of love this for him. <laughs> I know. That the Twice. idea of non-ministry regulated spells is just wild to me. Yeah. Like, that, the, I mean, yes. the ministry regulates things? Yeah. <laughs> this ministry. It's, it's wild that you can just invent spells, though. So many. And the only unforgivable spells are mind control, torture, and murder. Like, there are so many other the bad bar things. Is that people on the ground <laughs> floor. Yeah. They need to have the. They need to have different language about, like, intent to harm, you know? Yeah. Rather than like, well, these are the three you can't do. And if you invent a loophole, invent a loophole. Love <laughs> potions are sinister. That should be yeah. Love, yeah. unforgivable. And just making up spells and Harry's using them with people in the room, yeah. not knowing what they do. Well, yeah, but it's in a book. It's funny that you brought up love potions because I think that almost every guest so far this book has brought up love potions because it's so deeply fucked up. Well, like this, it really is. like this whole book feels very high school drama. Like it feels kind of like Mean Girls with oh, magic, yeah. and like love it. All of a sudden, in that context, like that's so fun. And then you've got like like the the dark specter of love potions and all that they imply just kind of lurking off to the side it's it's just weird and mm, like mm -hmm. like it's it doesn't not fit but like it's jarring mhm mm yeah yep okay harry's looking down at the at a nonverbal spell that the half blood prince wrote down it's levi corpus they should really be teaching Latin in this school because Harry's like, I wonder what, what that does. Mm. And it's like, hey, man, it really does tell you what I don't, it does. Yeah, I don't know if you really even need the Latin levy corpus. Yeah, just like any understanding of how levitate. language works. Yeah, le levitate, corpse, le levy. Yeah, like you got it. Yeah. You got it. It's right there. <laughs> And, like, he's really been struggling with the nonverbal spells, too, which uh -huh. who can blame him since they're being expected to exclusively use these and they just started learning them this year, mm -hmm. which... Not very well, either. Like, they're not actually being taught. They're being, like, yelled at. Yeah, yeah. which, like, all right, I guess that's one way to do it. Um, but really, just this year you started? Okay. Um, yeah, it's weird. But yeah, uh, it is weird. he's been having a particularly hard time. But hey, maybe the prince is a better teacher than Snape. 
Huh. It is so crazy that he picks it up so fast because he's such an ineffective learner from Snape in the classroom because of this unbridled hatred they have for each other for some reason. But Snape actually is effectively teaching him, you know, through his his book. Yeah. I also think it's a bit bananas that like Harry's not a good student. He's <laughs> not a quick study, like even stuff that he really has his heart set on, like Expecto Patronum. Like, that shit is, does not come easily to him, except for when the plot needs him to get really good at something really fast. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I guess he's just doing this by accident now. Yeah, it would be really great if and there were, like, mechanics uh, explained with how exactly yeah. to perform magic and what might make it difficult or not difficult. But anyway... Or even, like, where it's coming from, or, like, what you should be... Uh, how should I be manifesting my energy no. while I'm trying to do this nonverbal spell? Is it in the first movie where, at the end, Hermione and Harry are in the, I don't know, dungeons of Hogwarts somewhere, and she's like, you really are a great wizard, Harry. And he hasn't done a single uh. spell in the whole movie. <laughs> You're like, bitch, where? <laughs> yeah, but pff, books and cleverness. There's more important things like being the main character. Yeah. Like being the main character. <laughs> Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> I can't believe what a disappointment he's turned out to be truly in the end. Uh, sorry, sorry. He's done a couple things by now. And honestly, I keep saying this over the next book and a half. He actually does quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. And in the last book, he almost does it all. And I think that's cool. Yeah, he's he's being he's become cool enough that he can kind of bully some people sometimes. Yeah, it really feels like it really feels like J.K. Rowling did not. What are we calling her this season? Oh, Junior. Mm -hmm. It really feels like Junior did not. She had to write five books to find the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the plot has just started. And so our main character having his five books of backstory is now ready to be a true main character. <laughs> Last season was angsty, and now he's channeling it into a sense of humor. Have I shown you guys my cutest, tiniest little pipe? Here, I'll do what the makeup girls girls do. Here, wait, what are they? They're like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, so it's so tiny. much more visible. <laughs> Holding it up in front of your palm. I bought my friend a pipe for her birthday that's in the shape of a pumpkin and they sent me a tiny little personal pipe with it and I'm like this one's mine I love it <laughs> I love it too baby pipe okay so okay he's like huh levy corpus what are that oh and but no it's too late that's a nonverbal spell my dude you have levied a corpus congratulations <laughs> it's Ron's so corpus reckless. <laughs> he it drags Ron out of bed. He's sleeping, right? Like yes. it's the first thing in the yeah. morning. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's this asleep. This man is in a dead sleep. Let's just do and this Ron spell. Screams, what does it do? Everyone wakes up like it's a shit. Job. And he's in a dorm room with a bunch of teenage boys who have zero sympathy, which is ju like just the worst place for this to happen. If this had happened to one of my roommates. And I was still sleeping and I was okay. That would have been fucking hilarious yeah. when I was like a freshman in college, you know? <laughs> so he quickly finds the counter curse, which is Libra Corpus. He hopes it. He's like, I stupid. hope this is the counter, James. <laughs> like, what, what was the thought process? 
I because he's not obviously not looking at the the like etymology of it. No, I'm starting to side with Hermione. Like, what are you doing with this book? <laughs> the reckless abandon. Yeah, but he's 16 and he's gonna live forever. So. And then after Ron is safely returned to the ground, they think it is so fucking funny. Like, it doesn't serve as, like, a slightly sinister warning to them. Like, they, they think this is the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened. <laughs> boys will be boys. They, that's what that saying means. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love them so much. They're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So they go down to breakfast and Ron is like, Hermione, the funniest <laughs> thing happened. And it's like, you're really not paying yeah. attention to this bitch enough yet right now, dude. Like, come on. Like, it's not even Tune a matter. In. It's not even a matter of reading the room. It's yeah. reading one person's face. Yeah, a person you like, hang out with every day. Every single day. Like, when Hermione laugh at this, they always, like, think, too. They're like, yeah, she'll think this is great. <laughs> She's oh, no. one of the boys. <laughs> She's the only one here with half a brain. Yeah. So Harry remembers that he actually saw his dad use the spell against Severus Snape. He saw it in the Patronus that he wasn't supposed to be in. What was the, it called? Like, oh, Snape's worst memory. Yeah, yeah. An assumption that was made about that memory. <laughs> They're like, what, what, Harry, what? And he's like, oh, Lupin told me that my dad did that. Because mm -hmm. he's not trying. I don't think he ever admitted to them that he went into Snape's bad memory. Yeah. Yeah. He's too scared of Snape. I think he also is afraid of Hermione being like, wait, that's why that whole thing ended? Because you fucking uh -huh. went into his memory? Also that. Because yeah. especially right now, she like already doesn't approve of the She's book. Pissed. And like, I love how he keeps trying to like deflect her line of questioning. She's like, oh, did you get this uh, out of that potion book? And he's like, oh, you always jump to the worst conclusion, don't you? Which, like, first of all, not an answer. Second of all, yeah, and she's usually she's right. right. Anxiety's a bitch yeah. that way. The, the worst thing usually happens to you, Harry. Yeah. And he, so he was like, he saw his dad use it. And so he's thinking that the Half-Blood Prince might be his dad. Because it's all about you and your dad, my dude. <laughs> no. Everything's about you Everything's and your dad. Everything's your dad. <laughs> One time there was this guy uh, that was in my friend group in college and... <laughs> And one of my friends was like, hey, he, I, he, I think he kind of has a crush on you. And I was like, you know, OK, you know, knowing that. Sure. Why not? And so I was like, all right, I'll try to sleep with him tonight at this party. And the whole time I was trying to talk to him, he could only talk about fishing and his dad <laughs> fishing with his dad, his dad and how his dad takes some fishing. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> not all about you and your dad, my dude. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop talking about your dad. I would have fucked you, Pat, but you blew it. Can I have your dad's number? <laughs> <laughs> I already caught a really big fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Shoot my tiny pipes. So, um, where are we? So uh, then Hermione is like, remember the fucking levitist corpuses at the fucking World Cup, my dude? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is that a good point? I don't, personally, I don't really think so, because, like, this is very specifically turns you upside down by the ankles 
And that one was, that sounded more like Wingardium Leviosa. Just mm-hmm. they, Which they, simply, they got taught in class. Yeah, like like it sounded <laughs> like those people simply were floating and like were being yeah. like manipulated in the air. But like mm-hmm. this is pretty specifically like by the ankle, it sounds like. Yeah, I think she's just trying to invoke, I think, a feeling of shame around it. And I think she's successful. Oh, yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, yeah, it is a bad spell. Maybe, but then he quickly recovers and is like, no, well, they were using it wrong. I used it for right. fun and laugh. Well, and that's a good point because, like, all magic is weapons. Like, you can use any yeah. spell to be a weapon. And actually, I think we were talking about that in the Discord server today. Hold on. I'm going to search for the word pineapple because I know the pineapple came up. Uh-huh. Um, okay. In the Discord. Oh, because we're doing the murder mystery game yeah. in the Discord server. Very yeah. fun. What's the and pineapple Kayla, have to do with? Never mind. And Kayla posted a very funny uh, Patrick Star meme that says, "Is mayonnaise a murder weapon?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlie said, "I think so. If a pineapple can be a murder weapon, so can mayonnaise." And then there was a bit of discourse about the pineapple. <laughs> but apparently, you can kill someone with a pineapple. <laughs> For as literal as $1 a month, <laughs> you too can be part of our Discord community. <laughs> We're talking about pineapple. Learn different there. ways to do murder with a pineapple, <laughs> with a podcast. So, Harry is like, this guy can't be a bad guy, therefore, no, 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 no. He says he can't be a Death Eater, therefore he can't be a bad guy. Yeah, because he's... You have to be a Nazi to be a, be a bad person. It's black yeah, or white. Right, gray. and he's a half-blood, exactly. Exactly, half-blood prince. That's definitely not a euphemism, it's not a made-up name, it's real and legit, and everything always adds up, because you know who was pure-blood? Lord Voldemort, so... There's no wiggle room here. Yeah, and she's like, they're all lying about their blood status anyways. There can't <laughs> yes. be that many purebloods left. And throughout this entire argument, Ron is sitting there gesticulating with a sausage. <laughs> it's going everywhere, and that's kind of gross. Yeah, it's an Ernie. <laughs> I have this thing about, like, meats, cheeses, and sauces, where, like, if they're the way that I'm meeting a taco, hell yeah. A little bit of ranch on my salad, uh, or like a wrap. I two salads too much. A little bit of ranch on my wrap, totally. Ketchup with my French fries, yeah. Uh, but like once it starts like blopping around where it's not supposed to be, I'm like at a level eleven disgusted. I'm like, oh, oh god, you, dri- you dribbled, you dribbled a little bit. There's a little bit of sausage on the table, and I'm not okay anymore. <laughs> A sausage hits you on the head at breakfast from Ron throwing it during an impassioned argument. You have to go to the hospital wing for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, that's like Parvati Patil. I was because I was thinking about lavender brown because I'm a bit of a lavender brown. But <laughs> Parvati's at that table and she's like, "Fuck this guy." <laughs> 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 Honestly, it, who can blame her? Right. I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. And this isn't even happening in this chapter. But I wish that when Ron and Lavender got together, that Parvati and Harry became friends. Just regular friends. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, I I would have been satisfied with a few long-suffering and, like, 
like exasperated looks over uh, Ron and Lavender's heads while they were making out. Yes. Just like, yes. oh, and some like, kind of camaraderie. Let Hermione be a part of it so that she, instead of like isolating, it's like, let Hermione find like a, a female friend to rely on yeah. and talk shit with. I know mm-hmm. they just they go to the ball and she puts up with his bullshit and, and then they just never speak again. <laughs> like, they never speak again. Yeah, like be friendly <laughs> to her. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's like, "Oh no, my dad isn't a half blood." <laughs> but then he's it literally is like, mm, "I don't want to think about that right now." <laughs> <laughs> Shove it down. <laughs> like they're about to oh and, and he gets his uh his invitation to fucking fucking uh-huh. uh his next dumbledore lesson lesson Bl- yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah um from guess who delivers it hot girl magic jenny what oh my god jenny i am in such yeah. a good mood right now for totally unrelated <laughs> reasons hey do you want to go to Hogs- hogsmeade with us jenny <laughs> oh no no she can't. she's she can't she's Don't going with me. dean and i i wah, brought wah. this up in the fucking train episode why can't you go to hogsmaid with your friends who are also friends with your boyfriend why are, must you live your life in isolation i don't understand oh, <sighs> i have been it, asking this for years <laughs> it seems couple oh, friends the madam puttyfoot's chapter was around valentine's day so it was a big like date hogsmeade day but maybe these kids never get time alone so it's their chance to like go make out in the corner i don't know Mm. okay but yeah they they need to open up kids do be trying to make out i mean i also did underline this part and just wrote smooth with it because I mean, she's still got kind of a little thing for Harry, but this is her, like, actively playing hard to get. Yes, oh, yeah. well, I love it. She's moved on with her life. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, I'm, I might see you there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love, love it. <laughs> good, good for Jenny. She's truly such a wonderful character in the books. I can't wait to see the rest of it because she's amazing. Yeah. So they walk to Hogsmeade and it sucks. And this is like that feeling you were talking about, Haley, when you've been looking forward to something and you know right away that it's going to be a bad day. Like, it's so fucking cold and miserable outside. And they're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then they roll into town and like Zonko's joke shop is just boarded up, which like, is that oh, yeah. the war or the economy? Yeah. Because they've got competition now. From uh, Fred and George. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. No, I refuse to believe that Fred and George put Zonko's <laughs> out of business. I think they yeah. would have bought it, if anything. Yeah, they're in different areas. I don't. It may be a war thing. I was wondering that, too. I'm like, why? Why close? It's How probably a war thing. <laughs> yeah. I, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty much definitely a war thing, I think. But I like to think it's the economy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I'm just projecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's so cold, they go straight to Honey Dukes, which, like, I want to be in a Honey Dukes. Mm, yeah. What's the closest, Haley? Maybe, ooh, maybe actually, like, Garden Grove is a little bit Honey Dukes-y. Hmm. Or, no, no, the Garden Grove is, like, uh, the three broomsticks. Honey Dukes is the sweet shop. 
Oh, Honeydukes is the sweet shop. shop. We vacation in a place called Rosemary Beach, Florida. It's on 30A, which if you go to the Gulf, it's pretty well known. And there is a store called the Sugar Shack Mm -hmm. that like has a model train running around the top. Every candy that you could imagine. There's a, you know, exasperated woman behind the counter scooping ice cream. (laughs) It's like exactly what you would think Honeydukes is. It's my favorite place. We have a sugar shack. Have a sugar yeah, we have a sugar shack too, but it, they sell donuts, like like oh, artisanal yeah. donuts. Also, very good. nice donuts. It, when Haley and I worked uh, at Brandy Lane Publishers, uh, it was for a couple of years there. It was like a daily routine to figure out what their free donut of the day was because they would give out a free donut every day for a reason. Sometimes it was like if your name starts with J. Okay. Sometimes it's like if you bring us a Harry Potter book. So we brought them seven Harry Potter books one time and I was like, can I have seven donuts for the whole company? And they were like, hell yeah. And then nice. I made the person behind the counter hold up a book and let me take a picture and they did not look happy, but they did consent. <laughs> Okay, it makes more sense that Slughorn is in Honeydukes and he's like clutching candied pineapple to himself. Which is like his favorite. Like he'll do anything for this candy pineapple. It's it's, He fucking gave it all up to him. (laughs) Fucking Voldemort. Professor Professor Slughorn, how do I build an atom bomb? Um, 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 I've got this crystallized pineapple for you. Well, first you splint an atom. (laughs) Have either of you had candied pineapple? I think so. No, I'm thinking of crystallized ginger. Which is good, but I don't think it does. Pineapple. It say crystallized or candy? I think crystallized. I think it's serious. Crystallized. I th- is that the same thing? I'm not I sure. thought it, it was. It may be a little crunchier okay. than just candied. Okay. But what pineapple, no. Crystallized pineapple. What is crystallized pineapple? Inquiring minds want to know. I okay. So according to whereismyspoon.com, it's the same thing. Okay. And according to other people, too, probably. It appears to be the same thing. So I've had like a dried pineapple, the kind of the same way you buy like a dried mango, a dried apricot. So that's really good, although like a little tough. But like I find it to be quite delicious. But I've never had like a super sweet, like candied pineapple. Mm -hmm. I think I have. I I personally, if if I'm remembering correctly, I personally did not care for it. Um... Cause like the t- it's got a good texture. It's got an excellent mouthfeel, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's too sweet in the way that like coconut really? is too sweet. Yeah, I'm well, saying coconut, that. It, that okay, like so I, that's mm. funny because I don't like super sweet things, but to me, coconut, it's like all right, do what you need to do. Coconut is oh, like it just it hits a note of sweetness that to me is overwhelming, and huh, ca- uh, okay. yeah, candied pineapple kind of hits that same note. If that makes sense. I also have recently become re-allergic to pineapples. I was allergic oh, to them yeah. as a kid. And then for like 15 years, I was cool. And now I'm allergic to them again. Oh, my gosh. What happens? Do you like throat close up ER visit? No, I'm not allergic to anything that much. But Mm -hmm. there's a couple like random fruits and stuff that just make my throat like itch and like swell ever so slightly. Mm -hmm. It's better. It's like I'm fine. Like feed me pineapple. Like I'll be okay. (laughs) But I'd rather probably just not. Especially since I don't. I don't need it you know what i mean yeah. like I'm we not, couldn't kill you with one 
Yeah, well, uh, I'll fucking refer, <laughs> refer you back to the Discord server where they were talking about how exactly a pineapple could kill somebody. <laughs> For as little as $1 a month. <laughs> I love like a perfect callback. That was so funny. Uh, we, we got back there. Um, okay. Slughorn. He's there. He's crystallized. He is like, Harry, my boy. Apparently, Harry has missed three of his dinners because he's been intentionally scheduling Quidditch practice during those dinners. Genius. That's genius. Uh-huh. Good yeah, job. That's exactly how you do it. <laughs> Good this. job, Harry. He's he's doing yeah. something smart for once. Don't you hate these so, interactions where there's someone and you're like, oh, God, you <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you a call for sure. And normally it is like an older person or, or in my experience. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I do want to stand here in the grocery store and talk to you for two hours. <laughs> the, yeah. the Southern goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Why are you so obsessed with me? I mean, we all know why Slughorn is so obsessed with him. <sighs> but so there's like another dinner Monday night. But whoops, Harry has his lesson with Dumbledore. Yeah, Convenient. Lucky. Dumbles coming in, coming in for, for the for the assist for once. <laughs> so now they head to Garden Grove, a.k.a. the Three Broomsticks, <laughs> which now that I'm saying it correctly, you have to admit that our local... Wait, we talked about this with Brooke recently. It's a urban microbrewery. Is that what it is? Something silly like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds pretentious enough to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's lovely there. <laughs> it is lovely like, there. <laughs> it's because it's because it's like cozy with like all wood furniture and they have a lot of like ciders and wines along with some ales. Nice. That's what makes it feel um, three broomsticky to me. Yeah, it's got like... Don't, don't they have a lot of barrels? Like... like like, they have barrels on tap, like, full barrels. Probably. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's if they don't have barrels, it's the kind of place where you would expect to see, like, a big stack of barrels. Yeah. Nice. I had my wedding reception there. I got very drunk, and I blacked out, and I did push-ups in my wedding dress. Very nice. I don't think I saw the, I don't think I saw the push-ups, but I believe Someone it. Someone has a video. I don't remember who, but I've laid eyes on it because I didn't believe that I had done push-ups, and there is evidence I'll have if to you're do out there post some it. detective work <laughs> tag restricted section pod <laughs> <laughs> so uh they see the bartender from the hogshead walking with mundungus fletcher mundungus drops his suitcase everywhere and there's shit everywhere that he's smuggling and selling yeah so, yeah and this is aberforth dumbledore we are seeing him sell oh, the two-way mirror to Aberforth right now, I believe, which is very important what? later. Are you joking me? No, I say that. I mean, my textbook. I mean, it doesn't. Say, we never know that this interaction is when he bought the two-way mirror. That okay, eventually, but it's implying that he bought something. But yes. that, yeah, that would make. So, I was wondering about that. The mirror. Whoa. That's yeah, really cool. so that's pretty I've never important. That before. I know sometimes, sometimes the bitch does it well. Sometimes, like honestly, I will say Damn that it. I, hate when this <laughs> I know, but I will say that like for this book and like honestly, this chapter in particular, there's a lot of pretty decent foreshadowing. It's late in the yes. game, but it's decent foreshadowing and like setting stuff up, and also like. Like, there's sentences that have foreshadowing and callbacks. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, Even all right, Levitt okay. Corpus, 
Like we start with the levitation. We end with a different kind of levitation. The whole chapter is very through line. I like it. Ooh, wow. Guys, this is the book where we like <laughs> Harry Potter again. It's really happening. I do, you think, do you think a new editor came on for this one? Someone bright-eyed oh and bushy-tailed who was still willing to cut things down? Maybe. Is there an editor on the copyright page? I don't know. Let me check. Can you take a, can you take a look? I'll look at order. I'm not seeing no, a I name. No, I guess Elastic is too big to be listing like individual uh, on those copyright fuckers. Page. Credit your workers. Okay, I actually books everywhere i actually sorry we're doing we're doing the publishing thing <laughs> but i just am extremely curious and we've always been really curious about this yeah um who edited harry potter it had to be like a team at this point wait 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 back of the book back of the book um Whoa. there's a bunch of credits okay managing editor was karen brown the content. I feel like that means they didn't work on it. There's a managing editor, a continuity editor, and a Ooh. manufacturing director. Fuck's a manufacturing what are, director. Where are you looking, Haley? It's like the very last page. It's formatted like this, if that helps. Wait, I made the video go away. Sorry, this is probably... Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> we really get insufferable when we start talking about the industry. <laughs> okay, the managing editor was Manuela Suarez. Okay, I feel like, do you think Karen Brown was new? I mean, it's a different name for sure. I guess it depends who edited it. Is there, wait, 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 does I'm yours, goblet. does yours what? have a continuity editor? Oh, okay. This is, okay. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is cool. Um, uh, it doesn't say continuity editor. Okay. Uh, maybe All Cheryl. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's so a, maybe is. it's Cheryl. Yeah. Maybe Cheryl that's... Klein, continuity yeah. editor. Yeah, although she did miss the hand of glory, but, you know, no one's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> but no, honestly, a continuity editor would explain a lot. Okay, I got books four and seven. Okay. Four still looks like this. Remember when I cared? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Remember when I cared enough to put tabbies in the book and take them? Yeah. Oh, you were so young, like Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in Goblet of Fire, the credits are um, edit- managing editor Manuela Suarez. So that's the same as Order of the Phoenix. So now I'm going to check Deathly Hallows. Well, now I'm now invested. It feels good to finally be doing this. What'd you say? Now I'm invested. <laughs> uh, yeah. Editor drama. Managing, ed- managing editor was Catherine Brown. Continuity editor Cheryl Klein. They're a good uh-huh. team. They yeah. are a good team. Guys, we figured it out. Okay, wait. I'm doing bonus episodes about these bitches. This is amazing. Awesome. Editing is this important. It is this important. I feel like we're having a break. <laughs> I mean, this is a brand new series for real. This book is so good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm breaking news right now. I am going to <laughs> refill my drink because I'm that excited. It's, I have to celebrate a little bit. You deserve it. Damn, the editor of Harry Potter, the Karen Brown person, published a book called Prejudice in Harry Potter in 2008. Have we okay. uncovered anything new? Yeah, the edit. Wait, but is it the same person? Karen What's and Brown that? are spelled pretty. No, it's not. It's not the same one. Oh, well, damn. It's not spelled a... the same way. Ah. But. Maybe it was just miss. Like, maybe somebody just, like, missed it and they just, like, wrote her name wrong. Oh, maybe. 
And she's an editor for the American edition. So I don't know if oh, there maybe. was like a different team for the British. That's a good point. And American. It's just crazy. Oh, your audio your audio's cut out. Wait, yeah, I can't. Okay, Can all right. Me? You just you just came back. I got too excited and I fucking like bitch slapped my cord and pulled on my cords out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you knew the cord was going to be a problem. <laughs> I'm going to do more research about this. I'm going to do a bonus episode about this. I cannot emphasize this enough. Sign up for our Patreon for the $5 a month tier. So you're going to let me on that episode. Let me on. We're going to figure it out, Haley. Yes. Okay, where the hell are we? I got so distracted by that. We the are three broomsticks pawning off all of Sirius's belongings. Oh yeah, yeah. And Harry fucking pins Mundungus to a wall. Good for him. Who are you? Yeah, didn't Hermione like that? Like there was a whole conversation at breakfast. I think where, um, or it, maybe it was the last chapter where Hermione was talking about like, oh, you've never been fanciable. Oh, you're you've never been more fanciable. You've never yeah. been fanciable. Never been more dateable. Like, yeah, like this was the moment where I was like, never been I'm, more fanciable. Indeed. All right. Okay. I if I was sixteen, this would be doing it I'd for me. The rage. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is a different Harry. I mean, he's. Very often he's a rash person, but rarely does he get really violent. Like in the chapter I was on in Order of the Phoenix, he punches Draco, deserved. And like, I mean, that's one of the only other times where he really kind of gets all mad like this. It's a good look. Mundungus also probably has the locket on him at this point, which is crazy. To think that he might have a horcrux in all of his things. Maybe that's why Harry goes so mad so fast because he's like around a horcrux. <laughs> Maybe Ooh. so. It like triggers him. I know it because he doesn't even realize it's technically his belongings. He's just mad yeah. that it's serious. He's still grieving. Yeah. And th- what Mundungus is doing is very fucked up. It's like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. If you need help, ask Dumbledore for a job. Tonks shows up like after their little skirmish is and she also saved him on the train is that the last That's time we she saw does her now <laughs> is yeah. she assigned yeah. to him or does she just pay extra care while she's patrolling the castle yeah i think she's assigned to like hogsmeade in general but like she must have known this was going to be a Hogs- hogwarts weekend and must have been like, okay, better keep a fucking eye out for yeah. fucking Harry. So what do you guys think is, do you think that her and Lupin are like broken up right now? Or do you think that he's just being like a bitch ass? I think, I don't think they've been together bit. yet. Yeah, I, I don't at think. At all? Yeah. At all. I like, I think they've, they've fucked a couple times already. You don't think Well, so? that doesn't mean they're together. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like the thing is established. Like, that's what the question I'm asking is, where are we at? But yeah, but like, is have they had that conversation? I see. Like, have they had the what are we conversation? I don't know. Between now and at the beginning of Deathly Hallows, she gets pregnant. So, I mean, like, they've got to be something now for it to escalate to let's start a family together. Let's get knocked up in the middle of a war. <laughs> a war. Okay. I mean, that's that's what the that's what created the boomers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me about the boomers right now, Haley. <laughs> well, people were stressed and they were banging. That's what happened. Oh, that's impossible. <laughs> I can't imagine that. No, not for no. me personally. That's not my instinct. 
Um, yeah, I just am always because they explain it so little like this. This story of Lupin and Tonks, they the narrative really doesn't go into it's like Lupin's being a jackass and Tonks is really in love. And then it's like mm-hmm. Harry tells him, don't be a jackass. And then that's the whole rest of the series. Yeah, it's kind of their whole relationship is a little confusing. It's it's I think it's been said before, but it's like, I don't know, they're single and he's kind of young. So they should Enough. be together. I guess. Mm. But honestly, if they like banged once or twice, just like over the summer, just... We're both we're both sad and we might might die. Why not? Yeah. Then honestly, that would kind of explain the dynamic in this book. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel differently. I kind of feel that for in order for Tonks to be this fucked up, he must be like actively leading her on or something like like I don't think she would get like this bent out of shape over just like a summer affair. But maybe that's because I'm a slut. You know, it's all about perspective. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, her Patronus changed, didn't it? Exactly. I mean, really. to she, me, some, I mean, yeah, she, something has shifted. She really yeah, does feel for him. Yeah, she's like kind of becoming a stone cold badass in the meantime. Yeah, like something's happening to harden her. Yeah. yeah. That's I, feel I feel like, I feel like they banged a couple of times and she got very emotionally invested and he got very self-martyry and they Ugh. had the what are Ugh. we conversation and it didn't go well. I feel Ugh. like that's what happened. Uh-huh. And Ugh. she's taking it really hard. Mm. I don't she's like, I just don't like that for her. Eh, mm-hmm. well, neither do I. But she's in like her early 20s or something, isn't she? So I don't like that for her either. That's a tough time. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because... When I was a kid, these characters like like Tonks and like Lupin felt so old to me. And now I'm like, oh, I guess I am older than all of them now. This is I'm older than all of them now. Yeah. Which does explain kind of a lot where it's like, why are all of you so dumb? It's like, oh, Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. She sleeps with Lupin and is like, I'm going to marry him. (laughs) Like you're 22. Calm down. I hate that I really maintain that he's doing something else. No, it's like, wait, no, Ashley, because like, I, I feel like I've said this before, but wizard society, even though it's scattered all over like the world and like all over Britain, like it has a very small town feel. It very it's much very merry yeah. high, high school sweetheart. sweetheart. Regular mm-hmm. people go to the high school football game and are invested. Like yes, that don't have kids at the school. That's like yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's a lot. It took a lot for me to care about the football games at my schools that I went to. Oh man. My I, school's I was a cheerleader. I know you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really love and respect that. Like I, I respect it so much. But like, there's something about. I think it's because maybe my vision's bad that sports in general just make me grumpy. Like I can't see. <laughs> yeah. <what's> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I'm not competitive. Not really. Um, but I'll, I'll enjoy some sports. Yeah, my uh, my first high school had the worst football team in Northern Virginia, Aww. bar none, and spent oh, no. so much money trying to make them not the worst football team in Northern Virginia. And like that took money out of the budget for like fixing the ceiling oh, or oh any gosh. other extracurriculars. You would but, not like, believe. 
But like every other team sport, including like the cheerleaders, the girls football team, the lacrosse team, soccer, wrestling, all of them did very well and were like, they they had like a fun attitude about it. And we just ignored the fact that the football team existed. Oh, good for you guys. That's really fun, actually. <laughs> it was one of one of the few things that I liked about that school. So they it's it's bad. Okay. They go to the three broomsticks, they get drinks. Harry's shouting, he's angry. You know, he's like, I'm gonna tattletale on this guy. Yeah. And then they're like, this is sucked. This whole day has sucked. Fuck this. Let's go back to the castle where it's warm and where we can get hot cocoa and sit by a fire. This day is done. Like, God, just them sitting at the table has so much stupid teenage drama. Hermione is kind of like like, jealous. Yeah. Like Ron's kind of looking for Madame Rosmerta because she's curvy and he's into that. (laughs) And Hermione sees that he's looking for Madame Rosmerta and is being bitchy about it and, Uh. and just glaring at him. And Harry is just sitting there like, he was stealing from Sirius and me and Sirius. <laughs> They're all pissed. Yeah. And Tonks did not give a shit. She was like, yeah, I mean, what? It's my youngest. What are you going to do? He's yeah. mostly fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So they're walking back to the castle. Yeah, they're following Katie Bell and her friend. No yeah, big deal. Good. Yeah. Harry's yeah. thinking about Ginny with Dean and scowling. That, that's <laughs> yeah. probably nothing. Yeah, they're probably making himself matter. <laughs> yeah, they're probably snuggling in Madame Potterfoots. <laughs> they probably are, though. They really probably are. <laughs> so there, Katie Bell and this girl. She later gets randomly named Leanne. Who cares? Leanne. Um, they're they're like arguing in front of Harry, Ron, and Hermione. They're arguing about. Something that Katie is holding, and Harry is like, "Oh, this is." Well. I, I personally, I, <laughs> the second that someone starts arguing near me, I'm like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> whatever's <laughs> happening. Here. It's like, oh, oh I need oh. to tie my shoe. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to listen li- to this. But like, th- there is one of these moments of like, oh, I don't, I don't think Junior wears glasses because Harry, like, these two are arguing, and Harry is doing what you do, Tina, and is, like, trying to get a better look. So he reaches up with his glove to wipe his glasses off. Oh, doesn't yeah. work. That, that will, work. That will absolutely make everything worse. And by 16, he would know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Harry Potter debunked! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hold on to your butts, because Katie fucking soars into the sky. <laughs> Gracefully eerily like something is fucking wrong and bad and she screams and then she screams some more this part in the movie was actually scary do you remember it where she's like flailing around possessed and like (sighs) up in the air that oh it was scary so in this one it says that her her face is like completely expressionless in the movie she does have this kind of like eerie like weird smile yeah I yeah, wonder- it's a lot. It's a lot more uncanny valley in the like. Honestly, this scene's kind of, like was always kind of underwhelming to me in the book, but like the huh. movie did it more than justice. I was like, oh, oh okay. okay, it's scary now. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Big I deal. like that interpretation. I always just like find in general for me that watching something is scarier than reading it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
personally. Yeah. So poor Leanne. Like, what if you? <laughs> I like I'm Leanne in this situation. Like, that's like grabbing her ankles. Well, I guess <laughs> I guess I better grab your ankles and try to drag you back to the earth. I see. I would be able to drag y'all's asses back down to the earth. I weigh like twice as much as you. I got you, bitch. Like. <laughs> Like, I just, I'm, I think I'm too insubstantial. I'm too wispy. I would just, I would grab your ankles and then I would be dangling from your ankles. Oh no. Together. <laughs> I won't let you go, buddy. Katie, get down from there. You're totally so, embarrassing me. So it's scary. And Leanne is having a worse day, a slightly worse day than Harry now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so eventually Katie falls back down and Harry and Ron like kind of catch her. And Harry's like, I'm gonna run for help. And I was thinking about this when it because as this is happening, I'm like, someone goes for Hagrid. And I was like, is it Harry? And I was wondering, like, if I were in the situation, would I be the one who's like, I'm going for help? What do you guys think? Would you be like, I'm gonna go run for help? Or would you no. try to delegate that to someone else? I, I would be all focused on Katie being like, are you okay? Are you dead? And just, I guess, hope that someone else would, would think to go for mm. help. Mm. I think I am the, the go for help person, but I also think I'm the kind of, I, I don't know if it's my luck or just I have bad instincts, but I think that I would somehow take a wrong turn and completely miss Hagrid and end up like making it all the way back to the castle before I met a single human being. You show up an hour later like, I, I got him. <laughs> you seriously have no idea how many things have ended that way for me. Do you think he was aiming for Hagrid's hut anyway? Because I probably would. I, I think it would be I don't know. Yeah, he just kind far. of... Yeah, he stumbled upon him, but yeah, it would be close. Does Hogwarts have consistent geography? It does. Hagrid's is on the way to Hogsmeade, I think. Okay, uh, okay. I okay. think that's true. Maybe I'm Consistency wrong editor. That. Oh, <laughs> maybe I'll look at 6,000 different maps of Hogwarts to try to come to some kind <laughs> of a conclusion using that. <laughs> so Harry does. So, oh, here's the thing. I think that if I was in a situation like this, I'd be like, does anyone feel up to, to like, sprinting for help probably there's someone there more up to it than me but if i'm the most up to sprinting i will fucking do it for a bitch mm -hmm. i feel like if i if it was me and sean i'd be like sean are you gonna run for help or am i gonna run for help and he'd be like um i think i'll stay with her and i'd be like okay <laughs> <laughs> like i like i mean it would kind of depend on who i was with but like i don't have very like I've done some first aid training, but I'm not, like, good at it. I've mm. never, like, been in a situation where I had no. to provide, like, like first CPR. responder. Yeah, 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 none of that no. shit. So, like, I get, I would, so a lot in a lot of, like, emergency situations, I'll have the thought that, like, oh, too many cooks in the kitchen is going to cause more problems than solve. So I'm going to go yeah. find that's something I can do to help that's not here. Yeah. Like, run and get help. I've help. never been in one of those, like, not life or death, but kind of needs quick action yeah. scenarios. I have no idea how I would react. Probably horribly. Yeah, I feel like I, I can't really remember if I've ever been in, like, intense situations. I'd like to think I'm good, but... the Yeah, the, the only, like 
concrete example that I have is from when I worked uh, in, I was museum security and a real, like an old, old man tripped and fell head first oh, yeah. onto a 4,000 year old Roman mosaic. <laughs> I told that story recently. <laughs> yeah. And he was bleeding on it. And it like, it was bad. And so like, I had to call on the radio and get help. And like, I was still pretty new and like, it was, oh, I was, I was giving someone a break too. Like that wasn't even my gallery to be watching that day. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, One time I was right next to where these two guys started like shooting at each other. But it was my with birthday guns? and I was walking. Yeah, with guns. It was in Norfolk, Virginia. It was my birthday and I was walking home from my birthday party. So I was absolutely fucking hammered. And <laughs> this guy that I was this was when I was fucking like 70 pounds lighter. And the guy that I was with, ha- was, I was like, he was like, come on, run. And I was like, I'm going fucking stilettos or whatever because I was. <laughs> and he fucking picked me up and threw me over his shoulder and like fucking ran with me. Fireman like, ran. Oh, my God. Down. That is serious. So that's how I act. <laughs> oh, I guess there was. I guess there was also the time I was coming to your place and I found that guy just just in the leaves. Oh, my God. It was it, like it was the middle of autumn. It's like it's not late, but it's dark. I'm walking down the street and there's just like like a dip in the sidewalk where a bunch of leaves have accumulated. And I see a dude just kind of slow, like he didn't like, like eat shit, but he just kind of like slowly fell over and I come up on him and he's just like on his hands and knees in the leaves. And I thought like, maybe he's looking for something that he dropped, but like, no, this guy was having like a neurological episode and I, yeah, yeah. So I had to like call (laughs) nine one one, which thank God I'd worked in museum security and knew how to do that. But Oh, yeah, I haven't worked in museum security, but I still know how to call nine one one. It's like you have to tell them certain shit. Is you the have thing. to tell them I found a guy in a pile of leaves. Yeah, yeah, but like they, that's not good enough for nine one one because nine one one is like, okay, well, what's his name? What's his age? What's his weight? Like, what's uh-huh. his ethnicity? And I'm just like, I know none of. The, I've just no. I found him in the leaves. He's a stranger. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I would be bad. Mm. <laughs> okay where the fuck are we oh yeah we're jogging up the lane for Hagrid yeah um he does smack directly into Hagrid but it, truly before he has time to think about where he's going but think honestly right now Hagrid that's the guy that I need straight yeah. up I need someone who can carry this thrashing bitch Some up muscle. to the this, like the hospital wing yeah so Hagrid and him, first of all, they exchanged what I consider to be too many words for an emergency situation. It was like yeah. an agonizing amount of time in the audiobook. I was like, you have to, you have to stop. I feel like an audiobook just like would not get across the fact that like it's windy and Hagrid can't hear. It's urgent. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Guys, I have to, I know that I've been roasting the Jim Dale audiobook this whole season, and I stand by everything that I've said, but I've been listening to it enough now that I'm used to it, and I, I'm like, these are just their voices. <laughs> like, it does, they don't strike me anyway anymore. <laughs> oh, except for Mundungus Fletcher. He did a bit of a lisp for Mundungus Fletcher, and I was like, that's annoying. That's just annoying mm. to listen to. Like a, like a farting lisp, like a cartoon character Ew. lisp, you know what I Ew. mean? Ew. Like a, like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Oof. <laughs> okay, 
Katie is still screaming. Like, this is very upsetting. Um, She probably feels like shit whenever they manage to get this curse out of her. And Hagrid's like, is it Ron or Hermione? And Harry's like, nah, it's just Katie Bell. It's (laughs) It's just Katie. Remember her? She joined the Quidditch team at some point. (laughs) So Hagrid grabs Katie and sprints with her back up to the school. Thank God. So then... Ron, right? I think Ron goes over to like grab the necklace and Harry like grabs him back and it's like, don't fucking touch that. Yeah, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like it's it's like the, it's like that scene of the first episode of Chernobyl with a dude just uh, picking up a piece of rock and being like, what's this? It's radiation. radioactive, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So Harry recognizes the necklace from Borgen and Burks. He's like, don't touch that. Um... The label in the shop said it was cursed. So that shit is cursed. (laughs) It's a cursed items shop. So (laughs) it seems pretty credibly cursed. (laughs) Remember that episode of Rick and Morty where. um, (laughs) (laughs) Needful things. Yeah. The needful things episode where Rick makes like them uncursed. All the stuff that summer. Yeah. Curse purge plus. (laughs) (laughs) So they start grilling Leanne, who's really doing great. <laughs> um, Leanne says Katie came back from the bathroom with this necklace, acting all funny about delivering it. Like I need to from deliver the this. Girls First of all, bathroom. If this this is why girls go to the bathroom together, okay? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's so that we don't get cursed. The whole thing of being handed a package to deliver to someone just reminds me of like being at the airport. When, like, they play the security uh, recordings over the speakers and they're like, don't oh. ask anybody to watch your bag for yeah. you. It's like, OK, well, I'm not taking all of my shit into the bathroom stall. So I, what do you want me to do here? I just like, always do take all my shit into the bathroom stall. I do. I, I live on the edge. Hooks. <laughs> I usually have a backpack and that shit stays on my body when I piss. I usually have a giant between a small and a giant backpack. I just did that in the airport. Like my backpack is, you know, a personal item and I'll just keep it on. Yeah. That's why they're great. T- you don't even have to think about them. I did a lot of flying in college. So like I would often have like the biggest carry on that I could get away with. And like mm. it just it's not like it's a rolling suitcase, but it's it's simply not conducive to a bathroom stall. I get so, you, and you're yeah. a small bitch too. Yes, I am. So I would uh, I would just kind of live on the edge. Fortunately, Manchester Airport does not give a fuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Bell was probably under the imperious curse. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then she like. I think, like, in the fuss with Leanne, like, the fit, Leanne's like, fucking let me see that, because what would you do if your bitch just got, like, hypnotized? Yeah, yeah, yeah. if there was, like, a if there was, like, a war going on with, like, people who can control minds, yeah, and that's, like, a known bitch, thing. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it ripped during their argument. Must yeah. have. Oh, I think, uh... Oh, shit. Later, is it like there was a hole in her glove? That's how this happened. Yeah, that was it. It's like the smallest touch, actually. Dang. Which is crazy, because this seems like a nightmare. (laughs) How much is the full curse? I mean, mean, like... The the goal was death. Oh, yeah, I guess death. So, I don't know. Did did they extra curse it? 
Mm. Like, like, did they put a curse on the curse? Seems like a hat mm. on a hat, but... How would it have curses. gotten through Filch's little, you know, dark object scanner security things? It's I just think not... It didn't the, have the, the heart's not... No, I and I mean, the heart a, wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think there's, like, a scene, like, on the astronomy tower where Dumbledore is just, like giving Draco props for a villain monologue, basically. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's getting like, oh, the, the like... cabinet. Yeah, and here's how I did it! Yeah. Huh. Okay. But, why, yeah, I think he, like, uh, Imperius... Why would he get off the property just to have to try to I, get back onto no, the property? No, I think, I, think, I think what he did was he Imperiused Madame Rosmerta and had, like... Oh, that's He'd true. had the necklace sent to her or something, or maybe uh, she'd been imperialist early. Yes, because like, Draco currently is in detention with McGonagall. Right, right, right. right. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, okay. they're looking it for seems- Madame Rosmerta. They can't find her. She's probably imperialist, and then she is imperiousing Katie. Yeah. I don't know wow. how the necklace got from. Diagon Alley or Nocturne Alley or whatever too. Right. It's like the human scent imperious. Yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> like that's kind of my thing. I'm like, it's can you imperious someone when you're imperious? Can you be imperious to imperious like someone? Less, it's like less effective every time you imperious someone. Yeah, it gets a little weaker. <laughs> and like in Inception, like we'll play this music to like break you out of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they pick up the necklace. Harry picks up the necklace using his scarf and they walk back up to the school. And Harry's like, scarf. Harry's like fucking Draco Malfoy, the boy I'm in yeah. love with, a villain again. Yeah. Would you look at that? <laughs> it was him. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's annoying that he's right right now. <laughs> yeah, it really it's does. It's so infuriating that we know he's right. But Ron and, Ron and Hermione are so not with it because he <laughs> yeah. fucked up so bad at the end of the fifth book. And they're like, we are done with your instincts. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. we're just no. not going to believe you. <laughs> Fuck a hunch. I don't know. No, it's you're you're God, it's like having a friend who becomes a flat earther. Like, Ooh. that's how they're acting. They're like, oh, yeah, God, please get off it. this phase. <laughs> yeah, and Ron, Ron is like, but she got it in the girls' bathroom. Like, that would stop. <laughs> like, like Draco will imperious multiple people, and he will kill a headmaster, but he couldn't go in the <laughs> girls' bathroom. Never go in the girls room. <laughs> okay, McGonagall comes running towards them. Is this the first time? Oh, we saw her for schedules. But other than that, yeah. this is the first time we've seen her this whole book. She's been, like, mentioned in passing. Yeah. Yeah. So she hands off... she's back! She's back, baby. And she hands off the necklace to Filch to take to Snape for a little evaluation. Keep Mm. this in the hazmat scarf, whatever you do. (laughs) Yeah. So they all go up to McGonagall's office, and this is in the movie where it's like, why is it always you three? Why is it always you three? (laughs) Believe me, Professor. I've been asking myself the same question for six years. Very cute. It's not even their fault this time, guys. It's not even their fault. Very cute, not in the books. Eventually, so, okay, they're all like, here's what happened. Eventually, McGonagall has to send Leanne up to the hospital wing to be treated for shock as she, like, cannot go on. I feel really fucking bad for Leanne. I know, she cannot keep it together. 
Like she's she's not she's not part of the main cast. She's not built for this shit. Our trio is used <laughs> to the trauma. Yeah. yeah, I feel. Do you think that what Ma- Madame Pomfrey gives people for shock is just like one of those Victorian era? Like it's got opium and cocaine and MDMA <laughs> yeah. and like all the good stuff. <laughs> tobacco. She just chloroforms her. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I like to think that's what it is. <laughs> Harry has to see Dumbledore, but McConnell's like, "What? He's out of town until Monday." So then Harry's like, I'm telling you this in good faith. This show is Drake on Malfoy. I have no evidence. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will not support this claim. <laughs> in related news, the earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Holocaust, did it happen? <laughs> Anyways, it was Draco. <laughs> Pyramids, aliens. I am proud of him for speaking up because it is it is Draco. He it, he's got the tattoo at this point. He is trying to kill Dumbledore, and I'm I'm proud of him for speaking up. You know, yeah, totally. He I, is still I, working on a hunch, though. I I do get yeah, everyone else's reaction. <laughs> like, good for him for figuring it out, but you do need proof. He's like, well, and I followed him, so that's how I know. And it's like, ooh, baby, that's not. That's they are help. shooting yeah. <laughs> him down. They are poking so many holes yeah. in his story. Yeah, no, like uh, I, I firmly believe that you are given the lessons you need to learn in life as many times as it takes for you to learn them. Mm-hmm. And for Harry, whether he's right or not about his fucking hunch, he needs to gather evidence. It doesn't matter. You were right this time, asshole. You still didn't gather you evidence. Must gather evidence. Yes. So the trio, trio argues about this a bit, much as we have. <laughs> um, Hermione kind of like steps away from him a little bit. Or is it Hermione? I didn't it, write They it both do. They just bo- a they're little both bit. Like, uh, no. Ron, like Ron literally is like, ah. It's like a shift from standing next to someone to standing yeah. and oh, yeah. like, facing like, someone being like, what? Yeah, I think, Ron is, I think Ron is literally massaging his nose like, oh, God. <laughs> So McGonagall is like, how fucking dare you present this to me with no proof? Your story is weak. You're a bitch. And Malfoy is doing detention with me when you're accusing him of this crime. So come back with receipts, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Which good on her. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking legal process. Here we go for once. Truly. So McGonagall's like, get the Fuck out of my office. (laughs) (laughs) Take your shit and go. Yeah, Harry's mad at his friends, but like you cannot be accusing people without proof, man. Nobody's going to stand behind you. Like, like, even if you're right, if you just like, if it's your first fucking theory, like, just at least practice some decorum. Yeah. Like, make it, make it your third suggestion. Like, maybe Malfoy. (laughs) Have you ever considered? Here's the evidence that I've collected. I think he's still so mad, too, because he saw his dad in in the ministry when Sirius died. And I think he still is carrying that a little bit. Mm. He also is right. He knows he's right. But just anything. He just wants the Malfoys to have done something. Yeah. Because their house has been raided. Nothing's there. He must have something here. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, get ready here because you're about to be right as rain. Um, that's kind of the end of the chapter. They go back to the common room. That's the end of the day. Yeah. Harry yeah. still won't shut about up about like, it. Yeah. It, like, like, they're just kind of sitting there like, man, that was not a well thought through uh, assassination, <laughs> was it? 
Which, no. no, not really. He's not trying no. to hear that still, though. Mm. Yeah. That is the end of the chapter. Ashley, is there anything that you want to go back to? Any favorite moments you want to highlight? Like anything we skipped? Oh, my gosh. No, I liked this chapter. Um, there's a kind of scene in Honey Dukes in the candy store where Slughorn is talking to Harry and completely ignoring Ron. And Ron is still butthurt that he's like not the special one. And I'm so over his poor me attitude. You know, your best friend is the chosen one. You know, Hermione's like a genius. Like start finding your own things that you're good at. Yeah. She very much likes him. I know you can kind of see the, she's totally crushing on Ron. He's like, his character is culminating to his arc ultimately in Deathly Hallows when he comes back, you know? Yeah. So we have to kind of, he has to be butthurt until that moment of redemption, basically. Right. But it's also just like, you can tell that they're both super annoyed by this and like, just too British and polite to talk their way out of it. Like, (laughs) come on, man. Is this something you really want to be a part of? Yeah. yeah. Haley, any final thoughts about the chapter? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm I'm glad that uh I've I managed to work out what the silver was. That was <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Kind of a highlight for me. As for me, I I do like Hagrid in the chapters where he is portrayed as a responsible adult who's here to help. I think that he the does rare. a good job of helping <laughs> responsibly when that's his job. Yeah. yeah, it's like when he gets his emotions involved, he's trying to like teach classes and like he is like just he has a hard time with boundaries a lot of the rest of the time. But when he's here to help, he's going to fucking help your ass. He's yeah. great in an emergency. Yeah, he is. He totally is. So I enjoyed that very much. Oh, my God. Are you guys ready to move to plugs already? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Awesome. Ashley, do you want the people to find you online? I do. Please come find me. I mean, you don't have to, but um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Sashley Harden, all one word. Um, That's my new name. On TikTok, I think I'm still Sashley Mason. Um, And that's really about it. I do have X if you still do that. I think it's still Sashley Mason there as well. Um, But yes, that's where you can find me. Hell yeah. And what is something that you've been uh, like reading or listening to or playing recently uh, that you would like to plug to the listeners? And we're trying not to plug struck work right now. Right. I do have a plug. I actually have it with me here on my desk. I'm plugging a cookbook. Um, it is called I Am From Here. It is by Chef Vishwesh Bot. He is an Indian immigrant who is currently based in Oxford, Mississippi, where is very near where I live. Um, I live in New Albany, Mississippi, if anyone has heard of it. (laughs) Definitely not. But um, he kind of discovered his love for food at a restaurant that's really near and dear to my husband and I's hearts. And he has since started his own restaurant in Oxford called Snack Bar, which is really good. And it's, it's a cookbook and it's like a celebration of Southern cuisine for what it is, which is a blend of so many different cultures. And he highlights you know, traditional Southern ingredients and their origins and the complicated history that's there that we need to talk about. It's not like your everyday throw something together kind of cookbook. You know, it has some 
really Indian-inspired, unique ingredients. But if you love cooking and preparing and eating food like me and you want maybe a bit of a challenge or to taste something really delicious, um, check out this cookbook. It's uh, called I Am From Here, and you can have a little piece of North Mississippi in your house with you. Oh, my God. That sounds really cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I love that recommendation so much. I'm going to have to check that out. I love cookbooks that are also travel writing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he talks a lot about his childhood in India. It's really beautiful. And he has this okra chaat. Um, fried Ooh. okra is kind of a staple appetizer side dish um, mm-hmm. in the South. And then chaat masala is this really like funky Indian spice with green mango powder. Um, and he combines the two and it's, oh my goodness, it is so good. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds dope. Hell yeah. Haley, what are you plugging this week? I am going to plug um, the uh, Josh Johnson's uh, comedy special from 2021. It's called Hashtag Hashtag. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, you can find it on, uh, I think, on Prime for like, you can buy it for like like $2. Like it's very cheap. It sounds like a good time. I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week I'm going to plug... One Last Stop by Casey McQuinston. You might know Casey McQuinston's uh, one of her other novels. She, she, her, I think she does. Let me double check that. Double checking the pronouns. Yeah, she, her. One Last Stop. Casey McQuinston wrote Red, White, and Royal Blue, where there was like that movie adaptation recently. If you saw it, that's who this author is. One Last Stop is a, a le- very fun lesbian lake house situation, except for it's on a subway. So <laughs> I'm having I'm having a good time. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us for chapter, what, 12? Yeah, 12 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Thank you so much for having me. I love coming on. I love the podcast. Will you come back on one last time for... I can't, don't even. (laughs) (laughs) One last time. Yes, of course. I'm going to cry every episode that we record next season. I'm going to be like, this is your last time on the show. (laughs) But that's why you make more shows. Hell yeah. And Haley, as always, thank you for being my trusty co-pilot. Anytime. And that's the end of the episode. All right. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod on Instagram at Restricted Section Pod, on Facebook at Restricted Section Pod, or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. Charlie, I'm so glad I found you. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. The break was hard, but I'm not injured. Thank the gods. What do we do now? Okay, Ray, I need you to listen to me. There's only one book left, and I know it's going to be hard, but we have to get through it. I know. Okay, I'm going to run out and start reading. Good plan. Okay. I'll start emailing guests. Charlie, no, you're an introvert. It's okay. 
I can do this. Remember me, Charlie. I love you, buddy. For Rick. Check out Of the Eldest Gods episodes every Thursday, now covering book five of Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Last Olympian. I know it's 2023, but if something's not working, my first instinct, and I can't help, I have to do it to know that it's not part of the problem, is to unplug it and blow into it and put it back. <laughs> like, I can't, I'm like, that's got to solve at least 50% of all tech issues. Yeah. Does it not? Yeah. I, I think it might have fixed the cable because I was having a problem with the cable and then I just unplugged it, plugged it back in, did a little blowing. <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, no problem here. Blowing like, can right. fix so many, it's such a wide and varied array of problems, can't Unplug it? Unplug and blow. <laughs> Dave X Media.